Good morning, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Sorry we missed yesterday. Radio station had a slight uh, issue there, so technical problems, so we didn't make it on yesterday. But glad to be back today as we get to kick off earnings season and uh, the bank's reporting. We'll have more than that uh, when Scotty joins us here uh, coming up next. Remember, uh, we continue to hit all-time highs. The question is, do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio, and are you ready for the next leg down? If not, give us a call to find out exactly how much risk you have in your current portfolio, 863-382-0037. Beauty's where you find it. That's right. Lady A on the way with a Grammy Award-winning tune, but Phillip's on the line. A lot going on this afternoon in the world of investments. Let's go to Statler Financial Services in Sebring. Good morning, Phillip. Hey, good morning, Scotty. Glad uh, we could make it back together today. Um, yesterday was a, a lackluster day, anyway. I mean, we did uh, we did manage to um, to hit a few new highs um, okay. across the board. So let's kind of recap that uh, sure. before we kind of jump into everything else that's going on. So we had the Dow up. 126 points to 34,996. Um, that was the uh, that's a new record close. It, it's been a little higher than that interday, but that's a that's a record close. The Nasdaq closed up 31 points to 17,733. Um, again, I think that was a closing record too, if not close to it. S and P 500. Um, crazy day yesterday, up $15 to $4,385. Again, another record closing day. So um, crazy how we keep hitting these intercompany or or interday highs and closing highs as we continue to to just see the market going crazy. As a matter of fact, uh, that that brings me to this article before we kind of jump into some other stuff. And and this is... uh, Obviously, this is somebody's opinion, um, an, an analyst opinion, somebody that's in the business. But uh, the headline caught my attention, Scotty. It says, this feels like 1999. Global startup funding frenzy fuels fear of a bubble. And I don't know if you can remember back to what investments were in 1999, but but I, but I can because that was the, the gateway into the first bear market I had in this industry. Um, I see. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, 1999 was the dot-com bubble, right, you know, right. in 2000. And so everything, uh, people were just paying astronomical numbers um, for these companies that had no revenue. And what they're saying here is, is that we're having some of the same things here. We're having people buying companies at outrageous numbers who aren't really generating even a profit yet. And so... Uh, so just um, giving some concern there as to uh, what could happen. Do we have a bubble building? Nobody knows, you know, Scotty. Yes, everybody sure. has their conjectures, but, but we continue to see all-time highs. And a lot of us um, sit back and think, how, how can this continue? Will it continue? And what's the reason for it? Because there's not, um, there's not any fundamental reasons there. Um, for this thing to keep going up, up and away. So um, just some concern, and that makes us even more um, conscious of, of how much risk uh, folks have in their portfolio because it could get ugly real quick um, if, if something happens and this thing starts to drop. So, so just uh, 
of course, my opinion um, of what we're looking at there. And we, we kind of have, uh, Scotty, the first uh, numbers coming out for the third quarter or actually looking back at the second quarter as to what um, what the inflation numbers look like. And they were uh, up there uh, quite a bit. We had the, the consumer price index, which is the thing that kind of gauges what you and I pay for stuff. It measures that. And so it was up nine tenths of a percent. Uh, they expect it to only go up about a half a percent. And looking at the annualized number really gives you some, uh, some concern because the, the annual increase as of June is 5.4% increase in the, in the consumer price index. That's, that's a big number. They only expect it to be up about 5%. So, okay. But uh, so, so that means, you know, we continue to pay more for stuff. Um, that nine tenths of a percent increase, I, I think I saw somewhere that's the biggest um, one month increase since um, I, I think I saw June or something of 2008. Wow. So yeah, yeah. It's, it, we have to go back a long way before we can um, see those kind of numbers in the yeah. consumer price index. All you have to do is, is take a trip to the grocery store, Philip. Prices are going up. I mean, I've noticed that for a while now. So, yeah, I guess uh, it's becoming a thing maybe. huh? How, how big of an effect is this going to have on the market, you think? They are. Well, I will tell you, at least uh, right now, it's pushing them downward this morning um, since those numbers came out. Uh, the other places I'm noticing it is, uh, you know, trying to plan vacation. Um, right. You know, hotels are just, uh, there's no price breaks now, Scotty. You're you're paying full boat plus. I mean, uh, you want to go to the beach and spend the spend a weekend on the beach. Um, it's it's expensive. It's just getting outrageous out there. So uh, we're seeing across all avenues of everything. So um, we'll have uh, not much uh, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow we do get the producer price index. So that tells us how much um, producers are paying more for their stuff. So that'll be a number two. That'll be important um, okay. as we continue to look at the economics of the, the macro side of things. Um and so we do have the start of earnings coming in. And, uh, and as we always say, you know, we, we lead off kind of with the banks, the big banks kind of lead the way. And this morning we have JP Morgan and Goldman Sachs that reported before the market opened up this morning that we had their details. So JP Morgan, um, they, they beat by a little over uh, 50 cents a share. It uh, came in at $3.78 uh earnings of profit for the second quarter revenue top forecast now they help they got a lot of help um because of investment banking fees and they were able to um uh, reduce their loan loss too they didn't have the loan losses they expected in the second quarter um, so uh but but they're just not uh they're not getting much help from all that this morning they're down about three quarters of a percent uh, about eleven dollars off of their um, their fifty two week high right now. Okay, all right. The um, the next bank we have is the uh, Goldman Sachs, and uh, and I think if I'm not mistaken, this is a record quarter for them. They made fifteen dollars and two cents a quarter. That was almost five dollars more than expected per share. Wow! Yeah, yeah huge, huge number. 
Um, revenue was ahead of forecast as well. Uh, again, they've been able to have a surge in their global deal fees, putting together those IPOs and those type of things like that. They've been able to, to make some, some money in that area. They are trading up today, up 1.3% right now, still off of their 52-week high by about $8. Okay. The, um, so we have a couple non-banking things. We got PepsiCo. Now, PepsiCo is a good gauge of a couple different industries. One is the beverage industry. The other is a snack industry because they do both. Right. They have snacks and beverages. And so uh, they uh, they raise their full year guidance, their forecast for the year because they had a good quarter. Um, they came in at $1.72 a share, which was 19 cents ahead of estimates. Uh, they uh, they increased their North American beverage sales. I guess people are still staying home, so they're drinking more there. Um, and so good news for them. They're up almost one and a half percent. They'll actually open today, Scotty, if they continue at this rate at a new 52 week high. Right now it's at 51.66 a share. Okay. Um, then let's see what else we got. We got uh, one more for you this morning and right. it, uh, it goes to kind of the ag industry. Uh, the food producer, ConAgra Brands, uh, they beat uh, by two cents a share, came in at 54 cents their revenue did top forecast as well. Um, they, they, however, did come out and cut their, their 2022 full year forecast. Um, and they're saying they're looking at inflation and inflation is going to be a problem for them. And so they have come in and reduced their forecast for this next year. And it's, uh, it's hitting them kind of hard this morning. They're down 3.7% right now. So uh, okay. yeah, not, a, not, a, not a good start for the day for them. Okay. All right. Um, so do you think, Philip, that the Fed, I mean, is, is the government, you think, of a, how concerned are they at the highest levels about inflation? Do you think there could be a, a significant change in policy anytime soon? Unfortunately, Scotty, I don't. Uh, and here's uh, why. Um, the, the Fed came out last year and changed – um, their interpretation or their um, process of how they're going to look at inflation. Uh, you okay. know, the magic number for them was they wanted inflation to be somewhere around two, two and a half percent a year. Okay. Well, what, um, what the Fed came out with, I, I think it was end of last year or, or the third quarter last year. I can't remember exactly, Scotty, but they came out and said, look, we're not going to look at it year over year, quarter after quarter. We're going to look at it on averages. So mm -hmm. we're going to look at it on a average basis. And, and we want the, the index, the, the, the inflation, we want it to average two to two and a half percent. Okay. Gotcha. So that means we gotcha. could have zero and we could have five and then we get a two and a half. So, um, you know, Dave and I talk about that periodically that we don't like that, but but it is what it is. And that uh, we don't see the Fed really taking much action until they get to that average of two, yeah. two and a half percent. Um, and, and we're seeing, you know, the 10 year Treasury down significantly. I mean, it's it's up a little bit this morning, but it's it's down from that dollar seventy six or so. Right now, it's like a am not dollars. It's the yields at one point three seven compared to the high we saw, I think it was last quarter of 1.76. So, um, 
that's having some impact on the markets too. Gotcha. Okay. And so we, right. we look well, at, uh, and we continue to see some falling off uh, in the uh, in the index as we get ready to start this morning. We got the Dow uh, down eighty four dollars, which is about a quarter of a percent. S and P five hundred is down three tenths of a percent, uh, almost thirteen dollars, and then the Nasdaq's down a quarter of a percent right now, also. So so we do see some numbers going down there. On the um, commodities front, it's, it's a little bit of a mixed bag on precious metals. Uh, we have silver down a tenth of a percent, gold up a quarter of a percent, and then crude oil is uh, is flat right now, but it's at seventy four dollars and eleven cents a barrel, Scotty, and that's just a, a pretty high number. We're getting close to that seventy five, which is which means we're going to see gas prices going back up if we stay at this at this range. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What else you got for us? Oh, I know. I know. Well, it's okay. It's uh, it's one of those things, you know. Hey, that's really about all we have in the way of of, of macro and and earnings stuff. But but I would remind folks that you know there's more and more analysts that are giving that blowing that horn that hey, you know we're seeing some all time highs. There's no reason for these highs, you know, which makes me think people probably aren't taking a good look at how much risk they have in their portfolio. Um, And so it really and truly will pay folks to to get a second set of independent eyes to really look at and measure the amount of risk they have in their portfolio. That's why we do our financial x-ray. Folks, look, if you don't know what it is, give us a call and let us help you determine how much risk, number one, you should have in your portfolio. And then number two, how much do you have in your portfolio? Uh, give us a call at 863-382-0037. Check out our website at statlerfinancial.com. And then join us this weekend, Scotty, for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. We will do that. Philip, always a pleasure. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Have a great day. All right, man. You too. All right, it's Statler Financial Services from the pitch. Hey, folks, glad to be back with you today. It uh, hope you had a great weekend, and I hope this week is off for a great start for you. We'll continue to watch the markets and bring you an update tomorrow. Hey, in the meantime, if you need anything, if we can help you with your 401k, your financial portfolio, any of those areas, please give us a call, 863-382-0037. Have a great day. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye now.